The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won again. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum. As we're broadcasting from here while the A's were playing the Angels in Anaheim tonight, kicking off a road trip in the first of a three-game series against the Halos, and things were looking great for the A's, especially because Matt Chapman, by the time the uh, top of the fourth inning had come to an end, at that point already had two home runs, a triple, and six RBIs. Uh, the Athletics had, not, had a 9-4 to four lead going to the bottom of the fourth. But then, as we've been saying, the Angels scored the game's last six runs a huge night, a four-hit night, including two home runs for Trout, and the game winner coming in the bottom of the eighth off Yusmero Petit. The negative aspect of this that would stand out, I guess, would be the fact that Sean Manaya has struggled again, and Manaya in his last, well, he's made four starts this year. His ERA is nine, and he worked two and two-thirds innings today and was charged with seven hits and four runs. Still the A's, even though they lost the game, uh, their mark is 12-5, and five, and they lead the division by 4.5 over the Houston Astros, who won their game tonight. A flirtation with a no-hitter for quite some time by uh, McCullers, as the A's uh, remain the only team in the division over the 500 mark. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. It's presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage as the Clubhouse Show continues after this. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com cutouts. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse show, joined by the voice of your Oakland Athletics, Ken Korak, and of course, the A's Clubhouse show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealer. Uh, Wow, Ken, uh, looking back at this game. Uh, if you were a hitter that had been struggling, uh, for the most part, you liked this game because you just helped your stats out a lot tonight. No doubt, although if you look back at the score sheet, the A's only had one hit since after the fifth inning. So they kind of got shut down by the Halos after that. I think the biggest single play in the game was when Chapman came up in the sixth after the back-to-back loss to Laureano and Olsen. The A's had a great chance to extend their lead, and then Matt sizzled that ball right to the shortstop. Fletcher and a mistake by Laureano drifting off the bag. It turned into a 6-4 double play, and as far as the A's offense was concerned tonight, that was pretty much all she wrote right there. 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, you're not going to win every game, and the win streak was going to end at some point. Uh, it's just you don't expect it in a game where you score nine runs. And I think any time you score nine runs and you lose, yeah. uh, you're going to have a bad taste in your mouth heading back to the hotel. It, it, you're exactly right. But it's also a tough game to win when your starter only goes two and two-thirds because that really gave the Angels the chance to come back. Now, their starter went two-plus. It was a bullpen game. But I know you're going to get to this, Chris. And Manaya continues to struggle, and that has become – an issue because he's made four starts and he's struggled in, in each of the starts he's made so far. Yeah, so before we do that, let's go over the highlights as Rendon, you know, had been struggling going into this one, but uh, he got it going early here in the top of, in the bottom of the first inning. The 2-2 pitch, here it is. Swung on a high fly ball. Left field, angled toward the line. Grossman in the corner running out of room and it's gone. And Anthony Rendon has hit his second Angels home run. Number two for him is a halo. And the Angels take a 3-0 lead in the bottom of the first. Ken, that ball was right down the middle. No doubt. I mean, it was right there. You're exactly right. It's a great pitch to hit. And then following that in the top of the second inning, what a night for Matt Chapman. The pitch to Chapman on the way into Ron, a fastball, high fly ball, left center field deep, Upton will turn and watch it fly. And the A's are on the board on a second inning home run by Chapman. And it's now 3-1 to one Angels. And he's getting hot, and that's his fifth home run. And then here comes Stephen Piscotti in the top of the second inning. Now here's the 1-0 pitch to Steven. That's hit down the right field side in the corner. Joe Adele coming over. That drops for a base hit. Canada's at third, turning third. He'll score. And going from first to third is Grossman. Piscotti drops a base hit down the right field line. It's now 3-2 Angels. And the A's have runners at first and third. And so far, it's a two-run second for the A's. And then Ken, a wild pitch. Next thing you know, uh, this is a new game. It's tied 3-3. And then Tehran comes out in the third inning. Manaya comes out in the third, and it's a bullpen game. <laughs> and then you get to <laughs> and they the were thinking it's going to be a four-and-a-half-hour game. This game was on a pace after six innings to go four-and-a-half hours for nine innings. Yeah, I don't know if you got to see that, but it kind of scared me when uh, – when Glenn and, and Ray were talking about the Oh, longest. we saw the graphic. Yeah, we saw the graphic. I was like, you, got, yeah. you can't be showing that right now. I know. Come on. Exactly. Because <laughs> I I, I've been around for three. You've been around for all four of those games. I've been around for three of those games. And, and I'm like, I don't even remember that Yankee game going like over four and a half hours. Oh, yeah. And we're sitting in, in, by ourselves in the Coliseum. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's nobody around. There's 48,000 empty seats. And you're talking about playing four and a half hours to play nine innings. Yeah, shame on you, NBC uh, California. All right, top of the third inning, Chapman continues to stay hot. Two and two to Chapman. The pitch, breaking ball, hit towards center. Trout has uh, a beat on it, back, and he looks. Oh, wait a minute, it's over the shrubbery and gone. And it's a two-homer night for Matt Chapman. With Olsen aboard, the A's have a 5-3 lead. Chapman's long ball bat is on fire. He's got six on the season, and the A's, who are down 3-0, have scored five unanswered runs on Julio Tehran. Hey, bottom line, some of these home runs, it's going to be tough to call on a monitor. You can't Those really Those are the, parents, the perils of calling a game. <laughs> 
I said this, you know, from the time that you and I started doing shows together during the hiatus. We're going to miss some stuff. We are. You know, we, we can't, you know, we're not, we're not trying to fool anybody. We're, we're calling the game off a TV monitor. So there's going to be some stuff that's going to kind of get away from us a little bit. It's going to happen. You back, you guys, it's not that you're getting it wrong. Because remember, we're still, doing, we're still dealing with a juice baseball to where how many times even, you know, last year was a joke. But even this year, where outfielders look like they got a beat on it, that their body language says they have a beat on it. Next, you know, they run out of room and it's a home run. And that's one of the things that you're used to when you call a game live is you kind of read the play by seeing how the outfielders react. So, And it did look like Vince said, like Trout thought maybe he might have had a play on that ball. And how many of those balls have in this stadium has Trout robbed in the last, what, 10 years? Yeah, for sure. That one was well out. I mean, he and Chapman is really locked in right now. He's centering almost every, every pitch he sees he's centering. So the Angels would get one in the bottom half with an infield single by Upton. That would give them four. The A's would have five. And then the A's would really break out in the fourth. Uh, Matt Chapman again. Maybe. 1-1 driven. Deep right center field in the gap. Trout gives chase. Can't get it. It's past him. It's up against the wall. Murphy is home. Here comes Laureano. And then the throw comes to the plate, and right behind him is Olsen. He slides in safely into third base is Matt Chapman. He's got a six RBI night, and the A's have an 8-4 lead. So you're feeling pretty good, and then Canna after that would bring home Chapman. What gets me on this is they called it a sack fly E7, so you write it in ink in your book, and then like, what was it, a half inning later? No, it's not a sack fly. It's just an E7. Oh, they took that away. I didn't realize that. I did not. So they changed the call. Well, according to uh, Glenn Kuyper, as I was listening to both of you guys, supposedly Kuyper had that, that they changed it to just an E7. So you have to take the RBI away. you got to right. take the sack, and it's just an E7. But uh, A's are looking great. It's 9-4. to four. What possibly could go wrong, Ken? Well, you, you just have to wait and see what happens here, I guess. Uh, I guess on the bottom of the fourth, here's that guy, Trout. Trout just hammered one to deep left. It is up, over, and out. Man, into the bullpen and gone. His sixth home run. Trout will not let the Angels go quietly. He scores La Stella, and it's a 9-6 Oakland lead. Oh, don't worry. He'll be back again. And then how about Otani? Bad elbow? Doesn't matter. In the bottom of the sixth, this guy can still hit, and Lou Trevino just served it up. So here's Otani checking in, and Otani hits it to center field. Hit well. Angle toward right center. A long run headed for the wall and gone, and that quickly this game is tied. Otani drills one into the seats in right center field. It's 9-9 in the bottom of the sixth inning. Ken, you you know, with no fans and that microphone that hangs right over the net, you really are hearing how hard these guys hit the ball. You can tell when somebody has really drilled one and, and when somebody hasn't, too, right? You can tell when it's a pure sound off the bat. And then in the bottom of the eighth, oh, yeah, that guy Trout again. Infield to pull. The outfield is room in right center for Trout. And here's the one-two pitch by Yusmero. Breaky ball hit to left field, hit well. And going back on it, turning around and just taking a look is Grossman. And Trout has done it again. He got a breaky ball and he hit a tremendous shot to left field. And the Angels take a 10-9 lead. Now, the all-time leader in Oakland A's home, I mean, against the Oakland A's in home runs, Paul Merrow and A-Rod, he's going to blow that away. Now, the all-time lead is 
obviously Babe Ruth against the Philadelphia Athletics. I've checked this many a times. It's 108, and I think that will stand forever. But, Ken, you've been watching since you started calling play-by-play for the A's. He now has 36 home runs against the Athletics. Uh, excuse me, 37 yeah, 30, home runs. 37 against, with a two tonight, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to cheat him. Uh, have you seen a better player against the A's? I mean, you've seen a lot of Hall of Famers. No. Have you seen a better guy than him? It's great, and he's going to feast on pitches that were down. And like Vince said, Petit made a mistake there with that curveball, the breaking ball that was down, because he, he loves that leverage when he goes down and he can lift the ball. I've always thought, you know, with him, you've got to throw the ball up. Now you're not going to throw a breaking ball and hang it. But Yusmero wanted to get that pitch outside. I think he wanted to miss outside even, get it off the plate. So it was a mistake, and Trout's not going to miss that pitch. And, it, it, and he's got not your normal right-handed swing. He has almost like a left-hander's version from the right-handed side where he has the uppercut, and it's a beautiful swing, and he likes the ball down and in just right. like left-handers do. Well, McGuire was like that, too. McGuire could not catch up to the high fastball. The, the, fat, the hard throwers who could elevate with McGuire, you could get him out. But if it was down, and McGuire loved off-speed pitches. He was the greatest off-speed, breaking ball, change-up power hitter I've ever seen. Ken, go home. Just get some rest. You're telling me to go home? Just get out of here. 20 minutes, I'll be home, pal. All right. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Ken Korak, the voice of your Oakland Athletics after a – it's any time. You know, we talked today, 44 games left, and you're up 9-4 to and you lose. That's not good. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. And then, of course, the Astros win, and they gain a game. <laughs> this, is the, this is the crazy thing about this season. You want to bury your opponents. You're up 9-4. to four. You could have a 10-game I mean, game winning streak. I mean, we could talk about it. You're not going to face – you're going to face a bunch of under 500 teams until probably the Padres. And I don't even know if they'll be 500 in September. I mean, it's a long time till you're going to face – it's like mid-September when you're going to face the Rockies. Then the week later, you face the Dodgers. Everybody else you're going to face is under 500. Ah, yeah. Let's talk about Shamanaya. What are you going to do? The number is 510-956-3700. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. We're going to hear from Shamanaya. That's all coming up right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Geico gets you access to licensed agents 24-7, which means that Geico is always there for you. If only everyone was always there for you. Like your mom, when you fill out really, really important paperwork on the first day of a new job. 
Name, check. Birthday, social security, is that a thing? Hey, mom, what is my social security number? Mom, mom, mom. Okay, let's guess. Uh, zero, zero, one, seven. Oh, Gemini, hashtag, done. Geico, always there for you with savings and 24-7 access to licensed agents. At Comcast Business, we want to help you not just bounce back, but bounce forward. That's why we're offering a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution to help you stay ahead. Now for only $64.90 a month with a two-year agreement. Call or go online today. Comcast Business. Offer ends 8-22-2020. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits internet and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra. Subject to change. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And, of course, the A's Clubhouse Show is brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Let's go out to Jesse in Pleasant Hill. Did you have a good time watching that one tonight, Jesse? Um, well, I have a lot of questions about what I saw tonight because I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I get that, that Manaya is struggling. We all get that Manaya is struggling. It was one of those situations where we know that he, you know, he's going to need the bullpen when he pitches. So why not use Daniel Mangdon in the middle of this game to try to bridge the, you know, to the ninth inning or to the eighth inning? I don't really understand why they would. I mean, I get using um, Wendelkin to get out of the third after Simeon didn't catch that ball. But why not just go in the start of the fourth inning, give Mangdon the that fourth inning, fifth inning, sixth inning, and maybe even the seventh, probably just the fourth, fifth, and sixth, and just let him give you the innings that Manaya couldn't give you. Why go out and use all those different relievers? I just felt like that. I just felt like that was just. Why not use Mangdon right there? They don't have confidence in him. Oh well. There you go. As simple as that. I mean, I mean, so, right, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, Jesse. I mean, right there. I mean, all you need to know is who plays and who doesn't. And you know, like the two guys that you can tell that are down in that bullpen that they have very, very little, if not any, confidence is Lou Trevino, who gave it up again tonight, and Daniel Mangdon. That's why they don't pitch. And it's like finally there was a situation where they had to use Lou, but I mean. Mingdon hasn't pitched since when? I mean, it's been so long. I mean, obviously, they don't have confidence in him. Yeah, well, I don't get it because he, he did look good as a follower in 2018, but maybe they just don't want to do that. I don't know. I, I, I would have used him right there, but, you know, you bring in all those different relief pitchers, it's not a shock when it is, obviously this game is on, on Manaya not giving us a quality start. If Manaya gives us a quality start, this is a totally different ball game, but um, you know. Also, I, I wanted to. I saw something interesting on the internet. I, did you know that your grandfather was in Jackie Robinson's first big league game? Jackie, I saw Ro- that on the internet last night. Yeah, Jackie Robinson grounded out to my grandfather in his very first at bat. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, I wonder if Tony knows that. That's that's baseball history. Oh yeah, if he you hit uh, a ground ball right to your. 
Yeah, you, you, my grandfather's in the movie 42, and if you go to the Negro League Museum in Kansas City, he's in there, and yeah, it's a historic moment. Jackie Robinson's first A.B., you know, essentially the world wasn't watching because games weren't on television, but the world was watching, and remember how games were on, on radio around the country. It was such a big game, and yeah, my grandfather uh, played against Jackie, and Jackie granted out to him his first at-bat. That was really cool. I was looking at the box score and I saw Boston Braves and I was like, I wonder if, I wonder if Townie's uh, grandfather played in this game. Then I scrolled down and I was like, oh wow, he was in this game. And then, and then I saw that he got the the first out against a, an African American player. And then the next day, Robinson got his first hit on a bunt to your grandfather at third base. So that was pretty cool too. Speaking of history, like talking with my kids tonight. And, like, trying to explain to them, you know, because they're asking me about certain things and about teams. And it was like, oh, yeah, there used to be three teams in New York. It used to be the Yankees, the Giants, the Dodgers. And they're like, well, why weren't they the New York Dodgers? I'm like, no, there was the New York Giants, but they were the Brooklyn Dodgers. And they moved west together in 58. Then they're like, well, where were the Mets? I'm like, well, they hadn't created the Mets. I mean, the history of baseball, when you think of how it was so dominant in the Northeast and really what you had west would have been the Midwest and the St. Louis Cardinals, and what you would have south would, I guess, be the Cincinnati Reds in South Ohio to where the explosion of baseball, and you know, like the the Boston Braves became the Milwaukee Braves that ended up the Atlanta Braves. I mean, when you just look at just the history of baseball, you know, a lot of our younger generation really doesn't understand how much this game has truly evolved. It really has. I've been doing a lot of deep dives on uh, baseball before, you know, expansion. I just learned last night that before 1960, the American League and the National League rarely ever traded with each other. So when the American League, like let's say Frank Robinson, uh, the Cincinnati Reds wanted to trade Frank Robinson to the Orioles, before 1960, they would have to put him on waivers. And you would have to clear through all the National League teams first before you could get traded to an American League team. So the first non-waiver trade between an American League team and a National League team didn't happen until 1959. So there wasn't a lot of interleague involvement. They were two distinct separate leagues. They didn't trade with each other that much. They didn't play each other unless it was the World Series or the All-Star Game. So it was really the National League and it's separate league versus the American League, and it's separate league, and the tween didn't meet much at all. So the All-Star game back then was really special. And I was thinking about that, and I was like, I wonder if that's why the All-Star game is kind of boring now. Because now these teams trade with each other all the time. There's free agency, there's interleague play. They're basically so intermingled. The All-Star game is like, you know, I've seen this guy versus this guy before. I know what that looks like. It's not really that special. And so I was thinking, what if they took the All-Star game and they added something like, instead of it being American League versus National League, you go guys in, the, guys in their 20s versus guys in their 30s. And then you had, like, young guys versus old guys. And then I guarantee you what that would do is that would add some intrigue because it would be like, well, who's the better player? The young, you know, athletic, talented kids? Are they experienced veteran guys who maybe lost a step? Who's going to win that game? And I'd be rooting for the older guys, and younger people would be rooting for the younger guys. 
and I, I think that would be interesting. But that's that's just something I was thinking about with the All Star Game. But um, yeah, the game has changed a lot, and I think baseball needs to to change even more um, because it's it's just too, it's some things we're still clinging to um, don't necessarily make sense anymore, given how many changes there've been in the game over the last 50, 60 years. I couldn't agree with you more. And so many of the old guard are trying to hold on to the game that they grew up loving and watching, and they're not realizing that it's not working. I mean, the industry's still making a lot of money because of certain things, but attendance is down, ratings are down, people are not buying cable anymore, nobody buys newspapers. The only way to get to these younger kids and to the younger generation is you got to get them through their cell phone and you got to put you got to put new sizzle on the steak. And new sizzle on the steak is looking around and saying, "Okay, what do these other leagues do that they're more popular?" How did the NBA get more popular? We know how football got more popular. Where Both these leagues made changes. They didn't say, nope, we're not going to change. We're going to do it how we've always done it. Any business that says they don't need to make change is a business that will struggle and maybe go out of business. Now, Major League Baseball is not going to go out of business, but you constantly need to change and stick with the times. And I think... Rob Manfred, this commissioner, and thank you for the phone call, Jesse. Great as always. Uh, this commissioner understands it. You know, he was sitting probably under Bud Seeley going, oh, my God, this old man just does not want to do anything. You got to make changes. You got you to put new sizzle on the steak. You got to appeal to different people. You can't deal. You can't. You can't appeal to people that I I was baseball in the '60s and baseball in the '70s. I mean, that's just not that's not getting it done. Like my producer Cody, he's a millennial. You know what he does? He plays baseball. The show, baseball. The show is nothing like baseball was in the '50s, the '60s, the '70s. These kids play video games. They're on their phones. How do you attract them to the game? How do you do? I mean, you got to summon. Like I've talked about how uh, an electric strike zone, you could build an app that you can follow the strike zone in the ballpark from your seat to see if it really was a strike. I mean, somehow to electronically get involved because that's where this generation is. You know how many times we have to tell our kids every single day, put your darn phones down, close your computer. If you're not attracting them through their electronics, you're going to lose them. I mean, to them, interleague play is like, what? Interleague play? What does that mean? You have two different leagues, and sometimes you play teams from the other league, and sometimes you don't? Well, I watched the NBA, and you know what? Michael Jordan always came to Oracle. Larry Bird came to Oracle. You know? I mean, it's a big deal when the Warriors do their East Coast trip. The Warriors will make a trip to every single town in the country, and they sell out because they want to see Steph Curry. They want to see Klay Thompson. Welcome to modern-day sports. Oh, no, we're only going to play the National League West this year. Like, what? <laughs> Seriously. 
you got 162 games. Figure out how everybody plays. And I know there's still people who don't like interleague play. Like, okay, so we don't want Mike Trout to go play National League teams. We don't want Yelich to go play American League team. We don't want the talent. Everybody see the great talent in the game. We don't want to see that. I'm telling you, a lot of people may hate it, and they're and they're listening right now. But the toothpaste is out of the tube. I'll bet any one of them. You think this runner on second base and extra innings is going away? You really think that? You think the universal DH is going away? There's a lot of things I'd bet on. It's not going away. Wait, if we can get to this 16-game playoff, you think it's going away? Once once you see the ratings, once you see the more playoff money and the more money and the more games you can get out of the networks, you think that's going to go away? Yeah, because more, more playoffs, that's really hurt the NFL and the NBA. <laughs> Let's go to uh, let's get a station identification right here on the A's Radio Network. A's Cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. You know, one thing I might budge on, I I, I still don't know about the three batter minimum. That that may be one that comes and goes. But the great thing about rules, you can try them out, and then you can get rid of them. They did the pass interference challenge in the NFL last year. By the way, it's gone. Tried it. Didn't work. Flexibility. Just like the league is being so flexible right now with how they deal with COVID-19, you can be flexible with rules. Try some things out. There's nothing wrong with trying things out in your business. Not everything works. In the restaurant business, you try new, new, new specials. If that special sells, you keep it. If you don't, you get rid of it. It's called business. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. Not a great loss tonight, to be honest with you. That was just, what are you, Shamanaya, what are you going to do? Lou Trevino, what are you going to do? 510-956-3700. A's lose 10 to 9. The winning streak is over. If you're listening on a radio station and they are leaving us, all you need to do is go to athletics.com slash A's cast, and you can listen to the rest of the postgame show. We're going to hear from Matt Chapman, Bob Melvin, and from you next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. the team on his back. This 
has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Listening to A's Cast. Yeah, it is A's Cast. And let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Tough way to uh, start the week, huh? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, you're up nine to four and you're thinking you're taking to the house no problem and uh, you're taking a loss. It's just, uh, it's, it's not a good look. Well, I mean, it's easy to sit back here and say, oh, we won nine in a row. You know, you can't win them all. And, you know, I, I get all that. But, you know, losing a game like that and really the, the two things that stood out to me, the two guys that stood out to me, everyone's going to touch on. And, you know, Sean and I, and, and I don't know what, how much more evidence does Bob Melvin need? You can't pitch Lou Trevino. I mean, it's a two-run game. I mean, I don't trust Lou Trevino in an eight-run game. I mean, the guy hasn't gotten anybody out in two years. You know he's going to give up runs every time he takes the mound. You, 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 I understand the bullpen guys have been, been getting used a lot, and he's and he's trying to, you know, he's trying to do something to put him in a situation where maybe he can eat up an inning. But you cannot trust Lou Trevino. He is not good. I don't know how the guy still has a jersey on his back. You cannot pitch Lou Trevino. Um, as far as Manaya goes, I think the, the the one thing that stands out to me besides the fact that he's just been terrible all year is. He, he's, he's, what, 0-4 now against terrible teams. I mean, okay, the Angels got good offense. I, I, I give you that. But you look at the record of the Angels, you know, the Mariners, the, the teams that the A's have, have, have beat, you know, Manaya's not, you know, struggling against the Dodgers. He's not struggling against the Yankees. I mean, he can't get anybody out. He can't get bad hitters out. He can't get anybody out. And I know you made the comment that, you know, the A's don't trust Megan. The guy brought up, you know, maybe do the bridge kind of situation, pitch Megan, you know, I understand what you're saying. They don't trust Megan, but heck, how much worse can he be than Manaya? I mean, let's just face it. Manaya's terrible. And what I'm hearing, about, you know, I like to kind of click over and listen to the other team's broadcast. You know, Gubazot touched on it tonight. The mechanics just look terrible. You know, the Angels, Angels announcer, um, you know, a, a couple, I guess you'd say Manaya's last start. The announcers are saying the same thing there. The mechanics look terrible. And the one thing I don't like either, and, and you can maybe touch on this, Tony, you know Manaya a lot better than I do. I've been listening to his interviews, his, the post-game stuff after every one of these losses, and he just sounds like, he, I don't want to say he doesn't care because I know he cares, but he's just lost. You know, what, what can you do, Sean? Can you work with your mechanics? Oh, I don't know. I just got to, I'm not real sure. I mean, just this ho-hum attitude, and it's kind of like, hey, dude, you're the weak link, man. Like, you know, give these reporters a little something more. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't want to say he doesn't care because I know he cares. He's a, he's, he's a guy out there that, that wants to win. They all want to win. And I, it's not for lack of trying, but he just sounds so clueless. And, and again, maybe that's his ho-hum attitude. That's how he is. I don't okay, know the guy yeah, he, he, He's not clueless. He's a smart kid. But what you said is whether he's lost, you know, right now, I mean, you look at what happened last year where he came out and he was hell on wheels starts the wild card game, gets ambushed right out of the gate, and then he starts out now 0-2, didn't get a decision today, but he's got a 9 ERA. He's having trouble. 
I mean, that's the – and we're going to talk to Scott Emerson tomorrow on A's Cast Live, so tune into that. And we're going to ask, how do you fix him? Because obviously he's not right. And thank you for the phone call. we got a lot of people who want to chime in. Remember, once somebody leaves, then you call in at 510-956-3700. But, yeah, Mania, I don't know how much longer you can go. 43 games left. This is four not good starts. Mingdon's not the answer. They're telling you that. So who is it at the alternate site? Got to do something. I mean, you need to put out somebody with, with so many teams struggling with depth, and that's your strength. Do you have the ability to put a legit five together to take this to the house? And at what point is now a nigh in his own head where anything starts to go sideways and then, oh. I mean, right out of the gate, base it, base it, base it. Oh, really? I mean, right out of the gate. And then the home run by Rendon. I mean, it's just like he was mowing through before one, two, three, uh, the first three innings and then giving up in the fourth inning. Now it's right out of the gate. It was Chu last game, the first hitter. It worries me. Now, he's a bright kid. It's just what happens with professional athletes. It's hard. When you don't do well, it's hard. And you may not have the answers, and you gotta you got to man up and talk to the media, and they're going to ask you the questions. And you think he has the answers? If he had the answers, he wouldn't be giving up all these runs. I mean, that's just that's a reality. He doesn't have the answers. That's the really tough part. Let's go to Daniel and Tracy. Go ahead, Daniel. Hey, how's it going, Chris? Uh, big fan, first time on the show. Um, you know, the, the Sean Mania situation is really uh, – it's, you can look at it and let it affect the team, but I kind of wanted to take a more optimistic approach to how the season's gone so far because, I don't know, a big question for me coming into this season was, you know, the A's have, like, stylistically always gotten off to pretty slow starts. So we were wondering, you know, with the 60-game season, if you get to a slow start, what are you going to do? But, I mean, our offense was, was slow in the games against San Francisco and slow for the first couple of games. But it seems like we really found our own. And I know Shamanaya and Lou Trevino and basically our whole bullpen tonight kind of uh, take a bat step from from where they've been. But if you look at their uh, yeah over our nine-game winning streak, it was under one. So I don't think we could we should worry too much about the bullpen yet. But um, I think it's definitely a sigh of relief that, uh, you know, we're not off to the slow start. We already have, uh, what, is it a four-and-a-half-game lead now in our division? We're only, what, like 16 games in. I don't think we should start sounding the alarms just yet. I think, uh, you know, Bob Melvin has a solid team to work with. Uh, Jesus Luzardo has been great this year. I don't think uh, the Mania situation will necessarily ruin our chances in the postseason, especially considering, you know, the first round's only three games. We can use our best three pitches then. So, yeah, that's just my two cents on the situation. Again, tough loss, you know got our hopes up and then let us down but the way this season's going i'm i'm pretty optimistic about it 
No, you should be. I mean, we're. I mean, obviously, the last nine days we've been going nuts here on the post game show. How great it is! But when there's a stinker, you got to call it a stinker. And you have a nine four lead, and you give it up. That's a stinker. And Sean Manaya, you don't want to have a weak link. Nobody wants to have a weak link when you think you are arguably the best in the American League. That's where these guys That's believe true. they are. This team believes they are the best team in the American League. You do not want to have a weak link. And when you have somebody that I don't even know if they can get through four, they're a weak link. Now, how long are you going to go with that before you say changes need to be made? We've talked with the general manager. We've talked with the manager that uh, this is not a normal season. You can't give someone ample time to figure it out. You either got to do it or you don't. I mean, has anybody been anybody seen Chris Davis lately? I mean, when you think about it, Chris yeah. Davis played what? Didn't play tonight. Didn't play yesterday. Played the day before. Played the day before that. I mean, so it's like. Chris Davis, your highest-paid player, hadn't played in two games. Why? Well, because you're going to play the hot hand. So uh, you got to you got to talk about the good and you got to talk the bad. It's just uh, it, it's reality. And nine wins in a row, fantastic. I just it's just when you when you have a nine-four lead and you can't hold that. I mean, really, it was all set up for you to win and now win ten in a row and continue to separating yourself that's what you want to see but you got to regroup and hope mike fires comes out and uh because you want to win every series you are better than all these teams all these teams are not very good i mean what the angels came in having lost four or five they got no pitching uh you know you let them off the hook tonight shame on you but you go out and get them tomorrow thank you for the phone call let's go to uh jonathan and hayward good evening jonathan Good evening, Tony. Well, I couldn't get through yesterday with all the mayhem, and watching the game tonight, uh, I was really thinking, especially as the streak was going on, I, I, for a while there I was thinking money ball, and I had to stop myself thinking, you know, let's not get too crazy. And then after what happened yesterday, and then as the game unfolded tonight, it had so many twisted turns. I'm just wondering, I know Manaya's had his struggles, and uh, clearly has some issues going on, and that was frustrating. The bullpen let us down. But the offense, which was struggling for a while, that's finally clicking. I'm just wondering, in addition to you know the pressure of being able to keep up a streak, which I know Bo Mel said many times he hates talking about it, I wonder if it's just you know the science of baseball combined with uh, maybe if, if what happened yesterday and all the craziness of it, and we don't even know what's going to come of it yet, I wonder, even though I know they're professionals, I wonder if maybe that had a, took a little bit of a toll on them tonight because it's funny how I, I look today, there was nothing about it for the most part in the national media, but still, you know, they had to answer questions about it pregame, you know, and obviously, you know, there's still some hard feelings with the rivalry with the Astros. I just wonder... Did it did it affect them overnight? If it's today, as they made the trip, we don't even know how COVID's going to affect uh, what happened with the brawl, and if you know something might happen later on. So, I, I just wonder if that played into the result of tonight in any way. Well, they scored nine runs, and I think you'd ask anybody on the A's team if they score nine runs, they should win. 
So I don't think anything that happened yesterday affected the offense as Matt Chapman tied a career high in RBIs, and Matt Chapman was just a monster tonight. And, you know, when you score nine runs, I think everybody's going to say they should win the game. So, And it shouldn't affect the pitching. By the way, Matt Chapman is the first A's player with at least two home runs and a triple in a game since Mitchell Page in 1997. And he's just the eighth player in franchise history to do it on a list that includes Roger Maris and Jimmy Fox. That's a pretty good list. Now, this is about the pitching. This is about Sean Manaya. This is about Wendelkin. This is about Trevino. And yes, Mero Petit. Yeah, and, and certainly they. It, it looked like they were struggling throughout the night. I know Manaya's definitely had problems. I don't know how you corrected. I'm the one who, like many, was saying that Fires should have started the wild card game last year. Uh, I don't. Not that Manaya's not good, but it just seems like for a while now he's he's had problems, and I don't know how you corrected. Uh, but uh, other than just keep plugging away and working at it, but uh, yeah, just frustrating because they were on a roll there for a while and, you know, just got to pick it up. Maybe they'll, hopefully they can bounce back tomorrow and then Wednesday they still have a chance to take the series and we got the Baybridge series over the weekend. So I'm I'm not too worried. I just, I thought maybe, you know, that was a huge deal yesterday and I still thought they were going to come away with it with the way the offense was picking up. So it, it just, it feels odd to go from all that yesterday to tonight where they were in the game and then it all collapsed. So uh, I didn't know what else to make of it. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was like, oh, Angels get out to a lead, you erase it, then you get your own big lead, they're going to win. We're talking 10 in a row. But the good thing is tomorrow, you win tomorrow, you know, you've now won 10 of 11, and you're still feeling good. I mean, that's just uh, – this is just one of those where you shake your head and it's a stinker. And thank you, Jonathan. And I can tell you, this team leaving and getting on the bus and going back to the hotel, they're going to get back to their hotel and they're going to go, damn, we should have won that. We'll go get them tomorrow, but you're just going to be like, man, we should have won that. I mean, at any point, you can't. I mean, giving up a 9-4 nine, nine, lead, that is not good. Mike Trout, he's incredible. He's absolutely incredible. Like, is he the greatest player that I've ever seen? I mean, he's up there. Like, when his numbers... Problem with Barry is... you. How do you separate regular Barry from Super Barry and Barry Bonds? Because Super Barry did stuff that was Ruthian. And then Ricky... It's like taking Rook, Ricky's prime years, and then you got to kind of, you kind of, kind of let go later, Ricky, because now he wasn't the same, but he played forever, so he accumulated a boatload of stats by playing for how many years did he played? 20, 20. I'm going to guess off the top of my head, Ricky played 24. Let me see. Off the top of my head, Ricky played 25. He played 25 years. I mean, Ricky played till he was 44. At 44, Dodgers, 43, 
Boston, Padres, Mar- I mean, he played with the Padres multiple times. He played with Anna. <laughs> but he had three different stints with the. How many stints did he have with the Padres? Dodgers, Mariners. That's not the greatness of Ricky Henderson. But, you know, the prime years, you know, when, you, when you're going to put Trout up against guys, that's what's tough. You know, these guys, this guy had all these, okay, well, let's talk prime years. Because a lot of guys played for a long time and accumulated stats. Ricky's one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Barry Bonds is one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Mike Schmidt is one of the greatest players I've ever seen. King Griffey Jr.'s. I mean, you can go on and on and on. How does Trout compare? Hate to say it. God, I can't stand him. A-Rod's one of the best players I've ever seen. Where does Trout compare? Trout's not even close to being done. I mean, those two swings tonight, that short combat swing, boom! It's amazing. All right, coming up next, we're going to hear from Matt Chapman. I, I would say a pretty good day for Chappie, huh? What he was able to do, he had a couple out of the ballpark and a triple, a bases-loaded clearing triple. Matt Chapman all of a sudden went from not hitting his weight to hitting 271 with a 939 OPS. All of a sudden, his numbers, six home runs, 14 RBIs, Well, a few days have really changed everything for Matt Chapman. We'll hear from him next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Oakland A's baseball, play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and rack three. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. At Comcast Business, we want to help you not just bounce back, but bounce forward 
That's why we're offering a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution to help you stay ahead. Now for only $64.90 a month with a two-year agreement. Call or go online today. Comcast Business. Offer ends 8-22-2020. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits internet and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra. Subject to change. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here, and I'm proud to introduce our newest tasty treat, Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Fried Chicken and Donuts are an indulgent, delicious, sweet and savory treat that's cooked fresh and hot to order. If you like Kentucky Fried Chicken and you like donuts, then this will make your day, or night, or whenever time you happen to eat it, which works out just fine because they're cooked fresh and served hot all day. For a limited time, they're available as a chicken and donut sandwich or in a basket with tenders. Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts. Get them while they're hot, only at KFC. They're finger-licking good. Limited time only. Prices and participation may vary. Foot odor throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters, featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control, plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athlete's foot, while insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart, Target, CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor Eaters, destroy foot odor with the best in odor defense. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Left center field deep. Upton will turn and watch it fly. And the A's are on the board on a second inning home run by Chapman. Over the shrubbery and gone. And it's a two-homer night for Matt Chapman. With Olsen aboard, the A's have a 5-3 lead. Driven deep right center field in the gap. Trout gets chase can't get it. It's past him. It's up against the wall. Murphy is home. Here comes Laureano. Into third base is Matt Chapman. He's got a six RBI night. And the A's have an 8-4 lead. Think about this for Matt Chapman, which sucks. Is he grew up not that far from the Big A. Went to Cal State Fullerton, and usually he's got his whole family there. How cool would that have been tonight to have your whole family there hit two bombs and a triple and have six RBIs? I'm sure they're watching on television, but it would have been great to have him in the ballpark. Here's Matt Chapman after the game. Hey, Matt, how's it going? How's it going? Um, you obviously had uh, ended the uh, the homestand on a pretty good stretch there and carried it over into today. Um, what what do you feel like right now is um, is sort of the key for you at the plate? Just uh, you know, staying nice and relaxed and staying easy. Um, you know, earlier um, you know before the good stretch that I've been on, I was uh, maybe trying to do a little too much. Still getting my timing, still getting adjusted to some of the pitches and the way guys are throwing me. But I feel like I've done a pretty good job of hunting the pitch that I want and just staying disciplined. Obviously, uh, you know, that last step out there, uh, swung in a few balls, but just uh, got to always be able to, you know, stay disciplined and just uh, look for my pitch. Uh, a lot of times, um, you know, you can start swinging. They're not going to always come after me, so I have to be able to be smart and just take what they give me, and I think I've been doing a pretty good job of that lately and uh, just swinging at good pitches. 
Bob said that you had uh, one of your, the keys lately has been that you've been getting good pitches to hit. Is that is that the pitchers or is that your your uh, pitch selection? Probably a little bit of both. Um, you know, there's certain situations maybe where guys would be uh, you know more willing to come after uh, you know guys uh, maybe nobody on base or earlier in the game, but. Uh, for me, I was swinging outside of my zone for a while there, but now I've been uh, laying off those pitches and getting myself better pitches to hit just by getting into good hitting counts. Uh, earlier, I was probably chasing and I was falling behind 0-1-0-2. Now I've been able to lay off some of those pitches and get into good hitting counts and been able to put good swings on those pitches. You guys have uh, played a lot of low-scoring games uh, this season and haven't really had too many games like this where it's kind of a slug fest. Is it odd to sort of see the win streak come to an end in this, in this way? Definitely. Um, you know, we played a lot of tight ball games, a lot of low-scoring games, um, but you're going to run into that. You know, we battled. Uh, you know, we scored a lot of runs, and it was kind of back and forth. You know, we were down, we came back, then we were up, and they came back. You know, that's a good team over there. You know, they got some superstars on their team, and they put some good swings on the ball and, you know, can't win them all. We feel like we can, but, you know, to say that, you know, we've, you know, we're nine and one in our last 10 games, uh, we're happy. And, you know, we were in that game and, you know, we're still have an opportunity to win the series. How much does not winning the game take away from the, the six RBIs, two home runs and the triple? I mean, it, it's still in the, the, in the box score, but I'm just wondering mentally, does that impact you at all? Definitely. I mean, it is nice to have a good game, but at the end of the day, you want to win. That's why we're here. We're here to win. And, you know, we're in first place right now. And we know how valuable every single win is, especially with this short season. Uh, there's a lot of good teams in our league. And we know the Astros, even though we did just sweep them, you know, that's a really good team. And they're still getting healthy. And there's a lot of baseball left to be played. So uh, for me, the personal stuff is great. But at the end of the day, I want to win. And you know, it, it's it sucks to come out with a loss, but you know we're not gonna we're not gonna really dwell on this too much. We know we've been playing a good brand of baseball, and we're just gonna flush it and get to tomorrow. And I'm just gonna try to build off of you know what I've been doing at the plate and keep trying to help the team win. It looked like after you made the play on uh, Pujols' line drive, I think it was in the in the fourth. Um, you had a smile with with Trout there. Did he say something to you after the after the play? Yeah, he just he was like, God, you're just having a game, aren't you? But you know, he just jokes around like that. But it was, uh, I mean, definitely started off the game hot, but they definitely got the last laugh. And, you know, Trout hit that big homer to put them up, and they won the game. But that's, uh, you know, that's a good team. Pujols told me, uh, he was like, why are you always taking RBIs away from me in runs? And I just said, you know, I figured he already had enough. Obviously, Trout obviously had a, had a game, too, and you, you've seen plenty of him over the years. But does, does it ever sort of cease to um, impress, I guess, what he's able to do? On an individual basis. I you think you've seen it all and then he just keeps doing it you know he's he'll, he'll just get his two for two hits early in the game and then he'll just hit two homers and like he can change the game with one swing of the bat so it's uh it's always awesome to play against him you know he's you know in my opinion the best player in the big leagues and maybe the best to ever do it so it's always a lot of fun to play against him um and stressful because you know he's he's so good and you know you don't you always know he's a threat when he comes up, but it, it's uh, it's pretty fun to watch, and seems like he just keeps getting better every single year, which is I didn't really think that was possible, but he's doing it. That's what I love about this kid. He comes to win. See, he just said it. Shortened season. I I hate that we didn't win this game. 
I say it. People call him and go, oh, relax. It's just one game. He even said it. Yeah, today was 40, 44 games left. You can't blow a 9-4 lead in a shortened season like this where things can flip so fast, so key to grab every single win. He just told you. Cut that up for me, Robert. So we'll have that tomorrow for the pregame show. And actually send it to me so we can have it for A's Cast Live. Matt Chapman comes to win every game. It, 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 his individual stats, I'm telling you, that's real. This is a guy that if when his team loses, it's not that, yeah, it's great that I did that, but it sucks that we lost. Matt Chapman comes to win. And he knows tonight, yeah, it's short in season. We got to have those. You got to take that. You got a 9 4 lead. You got to take that thing to the house. All right. Athletics with the loss. A nine game winning streak is over. They lose 10 to 9. Pena with his first win. Yasmero Petit, uh, his first loss. He's now 1 and 1. And Butry with his second save of the season. Coming up next, you'll hear from the skipper, Bob Melvin, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? 15 or 25 percent? How about 30 percent? Here in California, Allstate safe drivers can save 30 percent just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 30 percent just by driving safe. Allstate can help lower your cost of driving. Safe drivers can save 30 percent or more. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to championing organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth, and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com slash black lives matter. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Dip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. 
and it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. The A's Taj Tashambe will moderate a weekly segment called A Conversation About Race, Reflection and Action on the A's YouTube channel. The segment will feature community members, current and former players, and elected officials. Check it out on the A's YouTube channel and watch past conversations at athletics.com slash Black Lives Matter. That's athletics.com slash Black Lives Matter. It's the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Bob Melvin, after this loss, what did he have to say to the media? Um, your, your pitching and especially your bullpen have been so good throughout the season. It's not just uh, an off night for a few guys. Yeah, I mean, a couple of bad pitches. Um, pretty good hit and lineup on their part, too. And they, our guys have been so good. I mean, it's not going to go perfect throughout the season. Sometimes you got to give their hitters credit, too. What from Sean uh, tonight and um... – have you guys been able to sort of maybe identify anything between his outings that, that could be giving him some trouble? You know, I actually thought he was better tonight as far as his stuff goes. Um, you know, the pitch to Rendon wasn't a good pitch. A couple balls that weren't hit hard. Um, kept his velo up through, you know, more like 60 pitches tonight. You know, the results weren't good. He gave up some hits. Some of them weren't hit hard, but I didn't think his stuff was bad. He's just, you know, he just has to fight through this right now and get to the other side and have a good outing, and I think he'll be fine. This is the third uh, game in a row that Chapman's gone deep. Obviously, he went deep twice, but the triple was is probably the, the the biggest hit of the night for him. And just wondering what you see in his swing now that that uh, he's really starting to catch fire. It's just, you know, he's getting good pitches to hit. And, and waiting for good pitches to hit. That's typically what it is with when guys get on, on hot streaks is, you know, they get some balls in the middle of the plate and they don't miss them. And they lay off balls that are out of the zone. You know, he's got a history of, of doing a lot of damage. And he's, you know, he's a hot streak tonight between he and Trout. They both had pretty good nights. Did you have a, a couple of relievers down tonight? And um, I guess, how did, how did Trevino look to you outside of the Otani event? I thought he looked good. I mean, it's, it's, it was really good stuff. I mean, he, you know, he strikes out Trout, um, you know, gives up a little bit of a blue pit and makes one bad pitch to Otani that I think he's trying to go away and just pulled it in and then had a good inning the next inning. So, you know, the stuff's there for him. It's just, just about confidence. And, you know, we were, we were down a couple of guys tonight. So, you know, we had a lot of innings to cover in the middle. And, you know, other than one pitch, I thought he threw the ball good. It's something for him to build on. How are you going to be set for the bullpen for tomorrow? Uh, well, we'll have some other guys back tomorrow. 
it's, it's, it's always a bit of a battle here with those guys. Um, you know, tonight was an offensive night and hitters got their due, you know, for a bullpen that's been as good as we, we have been. Uh, we just gave up some runs tonight. Bob, how important was this win streak, though? I mean, it gives you guys a little bit of breathing room at the top of the division to go on a run like this earlier in the year. How, how important was that? It's just a good streak. And, and we, you know, it was more about starting well, which we, we had talked about as a team, and we got off to a good start. Um, you know, not, certainly nothing settled, what, 16 or 17 games into the season. So uh, as far as breathing room goes, it's just it's going to be a grind every day. And, and you don't start really looking at where you are or how many games you're ahead until, you know, maybe the 40, 45 game mark. So it's just about going out there and trying to win each and every game. Do you have a pretty uh, fair amount of confidence in Petit going after Trout and that at bat there late? And did it look like he just missed a pitch there? He just missed a pitch. He was one for 10. He's our one guy that, that we, we end up throwing him out there against him all the time and ends up getting big outs. He just didn't get a, didn't get a breaking ball to the ground. All right, that is going to do it for the A's Clubhouse show as the A's lose to the Angels 10-9. to The winning streak is over, but that's why you start another one tomorrow. Mike Trout now 37 career home runs against the A's. Wow. Matt Chapman knocked out two and had a bases-clearing triple, so what a great night for him. Two jacks and six RBIs that ties a career high. And tomorrow is going to be Mike Fires 1-0 with a 5.63 ERA up against Dylan Bundy, who, by the way, has really rebounded after having uh, tough years with the Orioles. But, I mean, who? how are you going to pitch for a team that's trying, not trying to win in a band box with juice baseballs in a division that's got a lot of good players? So he's kind of had a rebirth here in Anaheim. Dylan Bundy, 2-1 and one with a 2.08 ERA. Saw him earlier this year. He pitched really well against the Oakland Athletics. So we'll be back. A's cast live tomorrow at 3 o'clock, taking it all the way up to about 3.30. And then at 5.45, we'll have A's total access with first pitch being at 6.10. Scott Emerson is going to join us tomorrow, the pitching coach. 6.40? And what time am I on pre? 5.45, right? All right, 6.44. You know what? I don't get – don't tell them when first pitch is. You just show up and listen to the whole thing. That's how it should be. We'll be back tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Thank you for listening, everybody. And don't forget, the A's Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Everybody have a great night. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. 
Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.